Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Solid Rock Carrier. The Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series. Short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If it happens on the Cars Tour, Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. Happy Race Week, everyone. Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carrier's Cars Tour. Coming to you live from the Solid Rock Carrier Studios here at Broadcasting to Experts in Apex, North Carolina. Special video edition of the Stickered Up Podcast to help preview this weekend's Pereer Tank Lines, Old North State Nationals, presented by GSX Wraps. Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday show for the Cars Tour at Caraway Speedway this weekend in Sophia, North Carolina. 36 late model stock cars have pre-registered for the event. 15 pro late models will make their debut on Saturday night as part of the festivities of this weekend at Caraway Speedway. Again, uh, the Pereer Tank Lines, Old North State Nationals. Uh, we've got a great show for you here. We're going to have the voice of the Cars Tour from Pit Road TV, Tony Stevens. Tony will be on with us uh, in our first segment to help us dive in to the 2022 season, help preview uh, some different aspects of the Cars Tour, the addition of the Pro Late models. Uh, also want to talk about the media day that happened at Motor Mile Speedway this past weekend as well. But before we do that, we do want to give you guys the particulars on this weekend's festivities at Caraway. Practice will start on Friday afternoon at 2 o'clock for the Pro Late models and the Late Model stock cars. They'll alternate practices until 6 o'clock. Teams will be back in action, weather permitting, as the rain is in the forecast for fr uh, Saturday. Uh, most of the day. We'll kind of have to play that by ear, but teams will be on the track again at 1045 with late model stock car practice. They'll alternate practices. Grandstands open at one o'clock with trackside as well. Final pro late model racing uh, practice will be at 1.30. And then Hedgecock qualifying for the late model stock car, single car qualifying to determine the front row will start at 2.30. Then we've got the pro late models. They'll start at 3.30 with qualifying. And then 4.15, the Old North State Nationals qualifying races presented by GSX Wraps in the last chance race. And the 100-lap feature for the pros will happen on, Friday, on Saturday afternoon as well. Looking ahead to Sunday, Sunday action starts. Grandstands open at 12 o'clock. Pre-race, driver intros at 1.45. The green flag for the Pereer Tank Lines, Old North State Nationals presented by GSX Wraps. At 2.30, $30,000 to the man or woman that crosses the start-finish line first on Sunday afternoon. Again, 36 late-model stock cars. We'll run through them real quick. Chase Dixon, Andrew Grady, Brandon Pierce, Braden Rogers, Ryan Wilson, Justin Johnson, Hayden Swank, Carter Langley, Mike Darn, Dylan Ward, Carson Quapple, Chase Burrow, Jansen Marchbanks, Caden Honeycutt, Jared Fryer, Chad McCombie, Jason York, Bobby McCarty, Mason Diaz, Peyton Sellers, the 2021 national champion from the NASCAR side will be in action this weekend as well. Coy Beard, Zach Miracle, Connor Jones, Heath Causey, Cameron Bolin, Ronald Hill, who's one of our in-guest studio um, uh, today here. Uh, Connor Hall, Corey Heim, the winner at Daytona in the ARCA race, Mike Looney, Jonathan Schaefer, Jacob Hefner, Lane Riggs, another one of our guests in studio here with Stickered Up today. Colby Higgins, Deke McCaskill, and Trevor Ward. 15 pro late models will be in action on Saturday afternoon. Cody King, Willem Salowich, Dylan Ward, Austin McDonald, Brent Cruz, Penn Krim, 
Trevor Sanborn, Caden Quapple, Jeff Batten, Charlie Keevan, Gabe Brown, Tyler Johnson, Logan Jones, Luke Finnis, and Luke Morey have all pre-registered. Again, 15 pro late models and 36 late model stock cars. They'll start 28 on Sunday afternoon. Brandon Willard's got the caution flag out. We'll come down pit road, stick her up. We'll come back with the voice of Cars Tour, pit roads, Tony Stevens. You're listening to the Stick It Up Podcast. Stick Her Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Furniture for less. Prices 30 to 40% less than the big box furniture stores. Conveniently located, 3301 Richlands Highway, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Call Adam Resnick, 910-540-7157. That's 910-540-7157. For all your furniture needs, give them a call. Furniture for Less, official furniture supplier of the Stickered Up Podcast. Follow them on Facebook at Furniture for Less, Jacksonville. Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. BST, Bryant Shock Technology. Providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact P.J. Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. This is Bobby McCarty, driver of the number 22 Solid Rock Carriers Toyota. You're listening to Stickered Up Podcast. Green Flag back, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast with Solarite Carriers Cars Tour. Joined here in studio with the voice of the Cars Tour, Pit Road TV's very own Tony Stevens. Tony, welcome to the first edition of the 2022 Stickered Up Podcast. Wouldn't this be the second? You had to announce the Touring 12. Well, that was more of a special edition, like preseason, okay. you know, exhibition. We'll call it an exhibition. I'm cool day. with that. I'm cool with that. It was the warm-up, right? This is, this is the warm-up. This is our first race week edition we'll just call it that, that. works that so, works it's good uh but but tony you and your team have been extremely busy preparing for 2022 and and one thing that i wanted to talk to you about in our season preview is is the media day that you guys put together at motor mile um a couple of weeks ago and um got to come up there with uh, justin johnson and carter langley and kind of see the behind the scenes of it and man just let me tell you from an outside perspective wow you guys it was First class, look like NASCAR, to be honest with you, and I really like it and excited to see what you guys come together and as far as putting video and content together. But what went behind the thinking of doing that as far as getting to 2022? I like sleep on race weekends. Right. That's, right. That's basically what went behind yeah. it. But in all seriousness, we do so much at the racetrack during a given week or weekend that a lot of it's repetitive and stuff that we, we'd like to get. Like I remember last year at Hickory, we tried to do some stuff like that and had some success with it, but trying to get drivers on a race weekend was like herding cats. Yeah. It was not going to happen. So as content becomes more and more popular and more and more important in everything that we do and how we produce these races and what we do to help make them a bigger show, we needed the dedicated time to do a lot of the things that you're able to see 
We might use a little bit of it. We might use all of it. We might use none of it. No idea. But we have it in the can. We can use it. So now we have these things to do different promos with throughout the year. We don't have to chase drivers down. Yeah. We, you know, the hardest part of that whole thing is just thinking ahead about what can you use in September, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to think ahead with a lot of that. And I'm sure we, you know, we'll, we'll find some things that we want to do better next year. But yeah. now we've got a lot of stuff to work with and work from. And there's some things that we can do and create that you know you might be able to use or some yeah. local news station might be able to use down the road. And that's ultimately what it's about is having something that we can have not only for our own inventory, but for other things down the road for other people too. Right. Obviously, the Touring 12, that was part of their media or their obligation through their contract. But it wasn't just the 12 drivers. You had a handful of other drivers that came to be a part of that. Um, one that stood out to me was Mike Looney. Um, you know, mm-hmm. obviously it's in Mike's backyard and it kind of made sense for him, but you had some additional drivers kind of do it, which I think that's a testament of what the Cars Tour is all about in, in, in a nutshell. You know, people wanting to be part of that. And um, But I thought it was great. Uh, I'm excited to see, you know, what, what it comes. But again, I think that elevates the pit road and the Cars Tour as far as the media streaming and the content that people are going to be able to watch when they're not able to make it to the racetrack, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was was really cool. And I'm excited to see that. Uh, just to jump into the season, I mean, it's it's here. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll all congregate in, in Sophia for the next, <laughs> you know, three days and, and the biggest race of the year. But a couple of things that I looked at when I looked at the schedule, uh, a couple of new tracks, um, not new to the Cars Tour, but new for that we didn't go to in 2021 as far as the late models. Uh, Greenville Pickens, which is our third race of the season. That's a $10,000 mm-hmm. win. Uh, we go to Goodyear All-American down in Jacksonville, and we go back to Franklin County. Um, talk a little bit about those three racetracks and, and what you think those might bring to the 2022 schedule. It's, it's wild cards, I think. There's no doubt about that for sure. Um, the one that really sticks out to me, obviously, in that group is Franklin County, because the last time we were there, we saw what arguably was the race of the year in, what was that, 2020, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And everybody didn't know what to expect going there. Now they have some basis of something to go back and look yeah. at and go, whether it's their notes, whether it's how the race played out, what, whatever it is, if it's just getting there, yeah. um, what to do and how to what to expect ultimately. So I think that's going to be fun to see how that all works out, especially that early in the year and to kind of where it's a planned event. Right. Remember two years ago, it was just sort of, where can we race? Uh, yeah. We can race here. Okay, let's go, right? Right. And that's kind of what happened. So now everybody is planning for it. Greenville's always been a good racetrack. I mean, um, it's it's interesting. The last time we were there with the race, it's this weekend, you know, two years ago, ironically, yep. how much the high groove came in, how, how competitive it really was behind that guy that won it because he's just that good and where he showed up, it seemed like, right? Yeah. But the racing from second on back was great behind Josh Berry that night and right. even in the heat races. Yeah. Um, so everything, when you, you start to work towards that, I mean, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. And, you know, we're going to see what happens ultimately. And I think with who we've got lined up this year, it's going to be great. Langley Austin will argue that the Franklin County race two years ago is the best cars to a race ever to be run, ever. He's got a valid argument. I think he does too. He's got a valid argument. <laughs> I'm not saying it's the best, but it's in the conversation. I, I still joke with Jared Fryer, um, you know, because he won that race and, and beat Mike Looney, the hometown guy. And it was like Earnhardt had won because they were throwing beer cans <laughs> at him when he went down the backstretch on his, on his cool-down lap, and it was cool. But um, another thing that you look at as far as the schedule, a um, couple of racetracks that we go to multiple times this year. Obviously, Hickory has been a staple. We've gone to Hickory twice since the inception of the Cars Tour, but... Uh, 
We go to Ace Speedway twice in, in 2022. Uh, we go to Caraway twice. Obviously, we'll open the season at Caraway and we'll close the season at Caraway. And then Tri-County's got two races. No, no one of those is a pro-only uh, weekend, but the Cars Tour is going to be at Tri-County. Talk a little bit about those racetracks and, and the thought behind getting them two races. I can't get in Jack McNally's head, so I don't know exactly what he was we, thinking. We've all tried we've doing We've all that. tried, right. and it, it's hard sometimes. Right. It's a very interesting place. Um, they should sell tickets to go there sometimes. and have, no, It's not yeah. that bad. But I, I don't know what the, the thought process was other than the simple fact that every track, every year, they want one date. And then, mm-hmm. well, can we get a second date? Yeah. And I think with having this, this pro thing, it gave Jack a chance to experiment a little bit with that, to say, mm-hmm. okay... We know you want a second date, but how about a just one series versus the other ver- right. or versus the the twofer? So it's a little bit of an experiment, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, we don't really know, it, but yeah. I think there's there are great tracks to pick. I mean, Caraway has proven to be a good racetrack. Two massive events between the Old North State Nationals and the North South Shootout to book in the season. Yeah, uh, that's fantastic, right? Yeah. Then you've got Ace, which always races good. Uh, one of our guests later might love and hate the place at the same time, but it still yeah. races good for fans. They might yeah. tear up some stuff occasionally, but right. it's fantastic to watch a race there. Yeah. And I know from a racer's perspective, they all love Tri-County because you can go almost anywhere on the racetrack. Yeah. Fans love going there. Competitors love going there. We've never seen a bad race at Tri-County. So I think if you're going to pick three, those are some pretty good picks. Well, talking to James Benfield um, up at Hickory at the uh, one of the racing shows back in January, you know, everybody talked about the, the half-repave well, now it's all paved. So it's going to be really interesting. It'll be, it'll be a little bit different racetrack. Um, and, and then, you know, not to not to discount, but, you know, the pros have a standalone race at Wake County Speedway as well, mm-hmm. uh, which will be something different. I mean, late models obviously ran there last year. Pros will run there this year. So that's interesting. Um, I, the other two topics that I wanted to hit on, um, we'll stay with the late model stock cars. Man, this, this rookie class that we have is hands down probably the most – talented class of rookies that we've had. Now, granted, some of these guys have got a little bit more experience. Most people wouldn't look at Connor Hall as a rookie, but to the Cars Tour, he is a rookie, and he'll Mm -hmm. run for Rookie of the Year. You look at Carson Quapel, who ran super late models, won some really big races last year in the super side. He's running full-time with Junior Motorsports. He's running for Rookie of the Year. Then you've got um, three more of your Tour in 12 with Zach Miracle, Jansen Marchbanks, Carter Langley. Man, you could throw a blanket on these guys and or pick them out of a hat, and I don't think you'd be surprised if any of them won Rookie of the Year. I don't think you'd be surprised either. I mean, they've all got top-tier equipment. I mean, Jansen's teamed up with the Hedgecock folks. Um, you know, Connor Hall's been doing a lot of work with, with his team to get things dialed in. We saw a flash of brilliance from him at South Boston last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you look at those other guys. You know, Carter Langley's with a good organization with Justin Johnson and company. And uh, my brain's already fried. Who is it? Who is Zach our fifth Miracle. One? Yeah, Zach Miracle. Again, Mr. Florence speaking. Got the poll at Florence last <laughs> year. Everybody went, Who? Yeah. And the kid's been good if he could put it all together. And I think he'll learn how to put it all together. Already just from going from our race at Florence to, say, the 400 at the end of the year, mm-hmm. started to learn how to put it together and how to make that thing work. He's going to be a threat, certainly, to be a Rookie of the Year candidate. Probably a dark horse because he's so quiet, yeah. you don't think a lot about him. But he does a lot of talking on the racetrack. Yeah. And if you look at Carson Quapple, you think, oh, well, they've got the Junior Motorsports team. they got whatever. Don't give it to him yet. I mean, yeah. Not to discount how good that team is, but right. Josh Berry's pretty doggone good. Yeah. We've seen other people come into the Junior Motorsports cars and run okay, yeah. but they're not as good as, say, a Josh Berry has been. Yeah. So he, he will certainly have a shot, no doubt. Yeah. And he's contended for wins and, and done things like that. Yeah. But 
it, it certainly it's a wide open field. Yeah, and, and you look at last year, we thought we had a really good rookie class last year, which we did. You know, we yeah. obviously Caden Honeycutt, who won rookie of the year. He found victory lane twice. You had Daniel Silvestri that won at Dominion. Um, Sam Butler um, started the year pretty strong. And, yep. But, man, this class, I mean, any of these guys could win. I don't think it would surprise anybody. Surprise so. nobody. And that's the that's the problem. We've got, what, 15 late-mile stock races? Yeah. And there's probably going to be 20 guys on any given day that could win a race. Yeah. And somebody's going to win two or three here or there. Yeah. So there are going to be some disappointments, and that's going to be probably the story by the time we get to Caraway in the fall. Yeah. Who hasn't had the year? The ex- who hasn't even visited Victory Lane once? Because there will be right. at least one person that everybody goes. That guy hasn't won yet. Yeah. And well, you talk, you talk to these veterans like a Deke McCaskill or a Justin Johnson. And those guys tell you how hard it is to win a race. I mean, look at you know our our twenty twenty champion Jared Fryer didn't Winless. win a race in twenty twenty one. You know, and finished third in points. Was there every weekend? Just could not put it together. That's just. Shows how tough it is and how difficult it is to win at the Cars Tour at the late model race. Want to switch gears? Last thing before we go to break, I wanted to talk to you about the pro late models, mm. and um, not necessarily something brand new to, to race fans in this area. Uh, the Carolina Pro Late Model Series has um, been up for a couple of years, and people have been kind of introduced to it. But you know, from talk about your perspective, what do you think? I mean, obviously, you know, Jack's talked about we saw the that supers were going down and we just didn't have the car count. Um, 15, which, which is a pretty solid number to start. Um, and honestly, I think you might see some late entries in that considering that Hickory just postponed their Carolina Pro late model event on Saturday because of tires. So you may actually see that field increase to maybe 18, 19 cars. Talk a little bit about what your expectations are on the pro side. I think the expectation is it's going to be good racing. There's no doubt. I mean, you look at who some of the teams are that are entered with an annual entry. I mean, you got guys like Luke Fenhouse. I mean, that's the guy that you know, if people are like, where do I hear that name from? Nearly won the SRX race at Slinger after yeah. winning the Slinger Nationals, right? Got yeah. booted out of the way by an Andretti. There's a lot of guys in short track racing that would that would give a lot of things to be booted out of the way by an Andretti for a win, right? Yeah. Well, that's him. He's going to be a threat. Cody King and the Lee Falk deal, they're running the entire season. Yeah. Um, you've got so many good teams that are running the entire year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after looking at the list last night of all the annual entries, like my mind is going, there's... There's only, you know, there's like half a dozen that have committed to the year, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, there's a lot of teams that have verbally said, oh, yeah, we plan on running all the races. They yeah. just didn't necessarily do the annual entry, and they're all good race cars. Yeah. So we're kind of starting from scratch again, in a yeah. way, because it's it's a pro field. Um, but, you know, you look at, like I said, Finhouse and Sawalich and Cody King and all the guys like that. Mm-hmm. They're going to be good. I mean, we've attracted, you know, Trevor Sanborn from up north and Gabe Brown and all those guys yeah. from up in Maine coming down to attract that. Why do they want to run at Caraway? Well, just something to race, right? Yeah. A series they want to race in and things like that. Yeah. And there's been a lot of buzz I've heard from people, whether it be further south or further west or even further north. Well, we want to come down and run one or two of those races this year yeah. to see how it works out. And I think there's a lot of wait and see going on. That, was, that was my question. Yeah. Do you feel like a lot of people are going to be tuned into Pit Road TV on Saturday afternoon to see how that inaugural pro late model race is run? 100%. Yeah. 100%. I talked to Luke Finhouse in Wisconsin uh, last year when we were up there for one of the events that we have on Pit Row. And he, he, we were talking. He's like, oh, yeah, I've watched all the car store races and this, that, and the other. And yeah. Okay. Well, he and I were chatting about something else, you know, a few weeks later. And I, I learned that those guys all pay attention. He kind of yeah. had been paying attention just to see what he might step his toe into 
and here he is. Yeah. Well, it's going to be exciting, and we'll get our first look at the Carolina or at the Pro Late Models on the Cars Tour side on Saturday afternoon at Caraway Speedway. Caution flags out. Brandon Willard's got that waving in the wind. We'll come down pit road. We'll stick her up. We return. We'll be joined with 2021 most popular driver Lane Riggs and Ronald the Thrill Hill. You're watching the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.tv. That's PitRow.tv. Don't change that channel. Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxborough, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official car care service center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up podcast. This is Caden Quapple, driver of the number 35 Lakeland Mechanical Corvette Parts Chevrolet and the Cars Tour Pro Late Model Series. You are listening to Stickered Up Podcast. Green flag back in the air here, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast with Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Joining Tony and I in studio here, the 2021 Late Model Stock Car Most Popular Driver, Lane Riggs. And to his left, a familiar face coming out of retirement this weekend at Caraway. Ronald the Thrill Hill. Gentlemen, welcome to the Solid Rock Carrier Studio and the Stickered Up Podcast. Glad to be here. It's pretty nice. Yeah, I enjoy you. being here. Yeah, a little different than the one downstairs when we yeah. do the video or do the audio, but uh, really glad that you guys could uh, make the trip. Now, y'all live like 10 minutes. Well, I guess you're coming from Charlotte now with school. Well, I'm actually on spring break this oh, week. Oh, so, so did y'all did y'all ride We should have carpooled. You should have carpooled. No, I had to work. So uh, oh. I left work and came. I actually didn't even know Lane was coming. I didn't oh. know Ronald was coming. It was a surprise. Oh. Even yeah. though you're on the same group text. Yeah, apparently y'all don't have each other's text. I didn't, I didn't have numbers in your I got phone. his dad's number. Not I knew his. it was somebody. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, it's 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 great to have you and, and excited about this weekend. I'm obviously, first race weekend for both of you guys in 2022. And um, Lane, I'll start with you. Um, we did our Tour in 12 reveal a couple weeks ago, and we were very clear that you didn't apply for Tour in 12. Um, but you are going to run some cars tour races. You're going to be there this weekend at Caraway. But just want to give you an opportunity to kind of let everybody know what your 2022 plans look like. Yeah, we actually had to make some couple tough decisions over the winter time, just uh, between schoolwork and trying to get a mechanical engineering degree. That's hard enough in itself. So doing that, uh, working on a new car to get ready, which we'll be debuting this weekend at Caraway, and just between that and also some possible opportunities to move up this season. 
and also to give some other guys an opportunity to be a part of the Tour in 12. I've been a part of it for, for two or three years now, so yeah. uh, since the beginning of it. So I've been very thankful to be a part of it for all these years and uh, give some of these new guys an opportunity to be a part of it as well. So uh, just didn't really want to be committed to every race. We're you know, probably plan on running the majority of them, but yeah. if an opportunity does arise to run you know, possibly a truck race or an ARCA race, I want to have that availability to be able to go do that. So for you to commit the season, those have become pretty real opportunities to where with what's in the Touring 12, you said it, that's, I, I have more on the line. So these are pretty real conversations you've had then. It is. We've been talking to a lot of people. It's just getting every, getting the stars to align just perfectly. I'm sure everybody knows about that between sponsorships and teams and everything in between. So uh, just leaving the opportunity open. I don't want to be you know, in a box or anything when the time comes. So uh, doing that, possibly you know, if we have an off weekend or you know, I, I want to be able to go run, say, a local race at South Boston or go run a Hickory race or just be able to do what I want to this season instead of being locked into it. So, but hey, if we're say we're leading the points or something, it'd really be hard to miss a race. So yeah. uh, the opportunities are there and, and I can do as I want to. Yeah, and obviously, I mean, you're, you're committed this weekend to Caraway. You run good this weekend at Caraway. Do we see you in Hickory in two weeks, potentially? Or of is, course. Okay. Of course. It, it all depends on – I just the biggest thing is just not being in a box. I right. can, And last season, we only had one car last season. So we ran that car to death. Every single race, we ran that one car. And uh, there was big races that were between the cars to races, and we didn't feel comfortable going and running those races because yeah. the odds of – tearing the car up and then being obligated to be at the next race the next weekend, we didn't have the means to do that. So now we got a couple cars in the stalls and I feel like we're just gonna be able to go run where we want to as we please and not be worried about tearing the car up. Ronald, welcome back to the Cars Tour, bud. I appreciate the invite, thank y'all. Are, um, are you gonna give all your retirement gifts back to the Cars Tour? when you walk through the gates on Friday? No, I told them to start with. I said, now guys, I said, I'm semi-retiring. I said, I'm not fully retiring, just semi. So I'm gonna try to do uh, maybe three races this year with the Cars Tour. Okay. Well, obviously last year you ran a little bit. You ran a couple couple weekends at South Boston and, mm -hmm. and kind of played around a little bit, but did you just miss being in the seat that much? Well, I do, I miss it, but it's still a lot of things that I'm, I see what people have done that are not in the racing community. Right. And I'm going like, dude, that, that's fun right there too. So I got to go to the beach a couple of times and the lake yeah. and enjoy that. But I miss all the camaraderie and the friends and and just the competitiveness of it. I miss that. So we'll do two or three this year and see how it goes. What was it like being a race fan? Because I know we saw you at a few of them as a race fan. Yeah. Did it having a good time. more than you enjoyed it? Yeah. Or what? You're, like, you're, yeah. yeah, your camper was still there every weekend. <laughs> yeah, uh, we still have a good time. Uh, the, all our friends and uh, fans, we still get together and go cook out and pull for, pull for all the guys. Uh, no in particular one, just to see a good, good show. And uh, that's what this Cars Tour series is it's just a the heck it's a heck of a show for anybody everybody should come watch it you know i know that um i'm super excited to have you back on the racetrack i know all the guys that are familiar and custom to racing with you here and again you were yeah. one of the inaugural tour in 12 you were on the tour yeah. in 12 and until you retired um at the end of 20 2020 but um why this race why is this why why this race to come back and, and make your return out of semi-retirement well, it's 30,000 on the line. It's a uh, Caraway. That is a exciting racetrack in its own. Uh, 
if it was at Orange County or Tri-County, you know, you got more grooves mm -hmm. there you can run. So this is just going to be a heck of a show for fans, competitors, everybody. And I want to be a part of it. Now, and hopefully you, we can make it in it. Have you run at Caraway before? One time, maybe 10 years ago. It's changed a little bit since then. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Yes. Yeah, so maybe uh, we'll share his notebook with you from I've, last year. It wasn't too good. I don't think you want my notes from last year. <laughs> it was it was rough. They're well, still better than his, I promise. They probably yeah, are. Yeah, because we actually had ride height rules and all that stuff yeah. back then. And the motors weren't no ways what they are now. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a huge learning curve for us. But hopefully we can get in that top 28 and... Uh, have a shot at it at the end of the race. So, go ahead. <laughs> this is the, knowing your sponsors, you know Gardner Marsh and all the guys you hang out with. Care, one of the unique things about Caraway is the trackside parking. Yeah, <laughs> and you can back the RV up, you can back the pickup up, and they've got a lot of space up there. You can have a lot of fun with. Are are those the guys? Like, can you see them? Do you think when you're running around the racetrack, do you target where they're parked? Do they give you a little extra? Motivation, yeah. or have you kind of got them just blindered out when you're running around a place like that? The way my last couple of races went, I probably didn't want to see their gestures. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I don't. I don't try to point them out. Uh, no, nah, that's you really don't see that. You can see as a driver, you can see, and just you can feel the adrenaline off of the fans on these short tracks more so than you could at a Charlotte or somewhere. So. Um, but I don't. I don't look for them, though. <laughs> Lane, I wanted to ask you. Um, and we, me and you, talked at the banquet. Uh, I actually sat at the same table, and you know, winning that most popular driver, I could tell that was a really big deal for you. Uh, talk a little bit about that because that's that's a fan vote, um, and you've always. And Tony can probably attest. Like whenever your name, whenever people announce your name, I mean, you get some of the loudest cheers and. It just seems like that award just just never kind of fell in where it needed to for a couple of years. How rewarding was it for you to win Most Popular Driver for 2021? It meant a lot to me. I, I tried for many, many years to get that award and, you know, trying to trying to push everybody to vote and, and try to get everything to work out. And it just seems like it always just barely slipped away somehow. So mm -hmm. just getting it all together and, and making it actually happen, it meant a lot to me. And it means a lot for publicity as well. Yeah. future opportunities mm -hmm. knowing as a sponsor in the future that you're a most popular driver you're well known by your racing community your car gets seen a lot that helps you out in the in the future so doing that being recognized by your fans means a lot and, and thanks to all my fans that I have they they travel mm -hmm. everywhere we go from Orange County all the way to the Motor Mile or, or down in South Carolina somewhere so well, they uh, just follow Ronald. Follow me and Ronald. All they do is follow Ronald. Your neighbors, after Your all. Your neighbors. Right? They cheer for both of us. We're the same fans. Well, look, My you're neighbors. not wrong because that's about the same. It is true. The same cheer from, comes in the same section every time we do intros. Every day on the drive home from work, I follow a vehicle. It's my next-door neighbor, and they got a 99 in the back window. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a 74? No, they don't have 74. You need to fix that. Yeah, so. We know a graphics guy. He can fix that for you. Yeah, yeah well. got to have one on each side, one for each. There, each you, go. Yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, we were talking before, uh, during the break, when you guys were on here, we were talking about this race this weekend's a little bit different. Um, it's a little bit different than anything else we do all year uh, with, with the heat races. The single car qualified, then heat races on Saturday mm -hmm. afternoon, and then to lock in on Sunday. Um, 35, 36 cars, 28 spots, 
So some, you know, there's an opportunity that some people are going to go home. What is your strategy? I mean, because, you know, and, and Tony brought up a good point, something I didn't know, that even the two that lock into the front row have to run in the heat races for, you know, to balance off with the tires and whatnot. If you guys are on the front row and have to start that heat race, how do you run that heat race? Knowing that you're going to still start on the front row, but how do you manage that heat race on Saturday afternoon? Very, very carefully. Because <laughs> Caraway is a tight track. Mm-hmm. Corners comes quick. Mm-hmm. So if you're already locked into the front row, I'm just going to bide my time. And, I mean, we see the, the Daytona races and the qualifying races for Daytona. The front row never runs up front the whole race. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure with tire conservation, not wanting to tear your stuff up, I don't see the front row staying on the front row for the heat races. Yeah. What if you're just that fast? I'd rather I mean, slow down. Yeah. I say, is that an option, or is it just you want to conserve There's tires a, that much? I don't see why you would want to run up front in the heat race. I there mean, is money on the line. Well, that could look good. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. I mean, I think that you're going to do what you can, but at the same time, you're not going to put yourself in any bad situations. You don't want that extra wear and tear on your vehicle. But there again, if you're on the front row, Caraway is tight. So it's going to be, you're going to have to do it very carefully to try to get out of the way without getting run over. Because those guys are going to be going at it hard trying to get into the cutoff. Mm-hmm. How much do you guys, um, and I spot, so I, I, I know kind of the strategy that, that my driver and I will have, but how, mu- how important is your spotter in that heat race to let you know where you're at? Like you're, you're good two spots or you're, you need to make up a spot. I mean... How important is that to you guys as, as drivers? It's going to be pretty tough. I mean, it's going to be more than where you're running on the track. It's going to be, are you going to make it in or not? I mean, right. so many cars entered. You're going to have to race to get in this race. It's, it, you're yeah. not guaranteed anything. And, yeah. you know, I don't think there's any provisionals. So no matter who you are, you're going to have to race your way in. Now, granted, being on the front row means a lot. Yeah. But if you're, I mean, at what small percentage that you are, you're going to have to race. And, not, and at the same time, you got to be, you got to race and be aggressive to get your position because Caraway's a hard track to pass on. Mm-hmm. So you need to run good in your heat race and start up front in the main. But at the same time, you want to be careful enough to not tear your equipment up for the main race. I was going to ask you how along those same lines, how important is it going to be to maintain track position? Because when we've run this race at, say, in Orange County, you've got more grooves to work with. Greenville, maybe not as much, but that was kind of a different race and how it played out. So... Is attrition going to be something you have to watch out for? Do you kind of stay back and let those guys do their thing and then make a charge? Or is it a deal where you need to be up front at all times and just let it happen behind you? Here's something I've noticed about the Cars Tour in the past two years it's changed. Qualifying means a lot more than it used to. Mm -hmm. If you don't qualify, I mean, there's a couple exceptions here and there, but if you don't qualify in the top ten, odds are you're probably not going to win the race Mm because the competition's so tight, everybody's cars are so equally fast, if you got two equal cars, it's hard to make a pass on somebody. Mm-hmm. So we see a lot of times, and, and if you do qualify back, using your equipment to get all the way back up front means a lot. Making one or two fast qualifying laps and starting that much further up, getting that much more track position, means a lot more than it ever has before. Well, let's uh, go around with the same thing. This, is, this use race is unique, like you documented, between the heats, the format, everything else. And the old veteran Ronald's probably already got these scenarios in his head. But if it's that hard to pass... We saw this last year with Josh Berry. Can you make up those spots on pit road whenever you decide to take your tires or how you decide to take your tires? Or can you overcome that disadvantage, you think, with pit strategy? 
Pitch strategy is going to be huge, but I'm like Lane. If you the level of competition here in the Cars Tour Series is so stout, and all the the young drivers coming in, all oh, they're great drivers. You see them winning everywhere. Uh, if you don't qualify in the top ten, it's going to be very hard to finish in the top ten, unless the cautions you can you can dodge the the wrecks. Then you can get there, but as far as starting 26th and racing your way up there, it's almost impossible now. Used to you could do it, but now by the time you get there, you're 14th and it's the end of the race. I mean, and you didn't wore your stuff slam out. So qualifying is going to be very important. But see, I look at Caraway last year. Well, granted, it's more laps, but Justin Johnson started, what, 20th? Starting in the back. And, Jones, and, and drove through the field. Now, granted, a little bit different, different circumstances. You know, Justin was fast all weekend, and they broke something right before qualifying and had to change some things out. But um, I think this is a, I think this is a race, honestly, that I think tire management is going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Um, Caraway's really tough on tires. We, we found yeah. that out quickly last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I don't, do you know the tire? I'm, the specific tire? Yeah. Well, no, no. What's the tire rule? Is it they get to change two? I think it's four any time during the race is what I heard. Yeah, I think you have your discretion of when you can change them. Okay. It's going to be like the pass where you have yeah. controlled cautions and that type of right. thing. But mm-hmm. you, it's not like you have a halfway break and you're, you right. have to change four tires right. at halfway. Right. Just like I said, last year with Josh Berry, you've got to fuel the car at some point because Caraway's yeah. almost a half mile. Yep. Right? They came in early and did the math and took the risk. Who does that this year? Is that going to be the winning move, or does everybody now know that card, and do they all play that same card, and, and being the odd man out again wins you the race? We don't know. And that that's going to be fun, I think, from our perspective as the race goes on to watch. You guys will be stressed out, but we'll have oh, fun yeah. with it. And that's a tough yeah. thing for me. i got to make the calls behind the seat. Instead of my crew chief saying, we need to pit here, he's like, well, when do you want to pit? I'm like, I don't know. I'm thinking about driving the car. So it's, and, it's, yeah. a, it's a team ordeal. We have to come up with these situations. And it's not something that you can do on the fly. Uh, it's going to be something you have to do on the fly. You can't yeah. plan this out right now. We're, it's going to be you see these many cars pit in front of you. You're going to have to make a call just like you would you see in the Cup Series. I was going to yeah. ask, how much of that do you have planned out? Do you have... I call it wargaming. Do you wargame out the scenarios to where you have a play for what could happen at different scenarios? Yeah. Or is it literally completely by the seat of your pants and hoping it works out? We might could start the race and let's say Lane is starting on the front row and I'm sitting back here in, in the back. Use that as a scenario. We might have the same strategy when we start, when we pull off on the racetrack. But as that race goes, as it plays out, where he moves and where I move to, our strategies might go completely different. And that's, like I said, that's the crew chief's call, the guy in the pits, because he's concentrating on driving his race cars. Or if you're lane, you do both. I gotta do both. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I yeah. got a spot for myself, too. Well, again, um, wanted to thank you guys for coming on. And um, I'm, I'm a big fan of both of you guys. I mean, you guys grew up the same place I did, man. I grew up well, I grew up watching Ronald race. <laughs> Watch you race as Me you too. grew up. Um, but I think this is I love it that you guys are you guys have been very loyal to the Cars Tour. Even though you're not technically touring twelve in twenty twenty one, both of you guys are, are yeah. Cars Tour guys and um, We think of Cars Tour 
these are two guys we think of. Yeah. If you you look at a race on Friday night, truck race or Xfinity race right now, you look at it. Oh yeah. It's a lot of those names that came through the Cars Tour, and that's what I've been telling people yeah. since I started racing the Cars Tour. It is the best next stepping stone yeah. for. Not just Friday driver. and Saturday. Sunday, too. Sunday Christopher too. Bell. Yeah. yeah. Todd Gillen won our first late model stock race. Harrison Burton came through here. William Byron's won a super race. We, yeah. I, I counted them up a few weeks ago, and it's literally a quarter of the Sunday field is a Cars Tour graduate. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Alfredo. Yeah. Anthony Alfredo's another. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's going to be a heck of a show. And uh, if I won't run it, I'd definitely be there to watch it. People need to be there. What time's your, when's, what time's your camper going to be there on Thursday? Uh... I'm actually going to go there Friday morning. Oh, yeah. oh he's getting old. I'll see you yeah. there. Yeah. That's <laughs> part of the semi-retired. Okay. you got to go a day late. Hey, now. as long as you have fun, that's all that matters. That's, uh, we're gonna that's have what it's fun. all about. Yeah. Well, yeah. the good news is if they can't be there, as much as that's a great experience, we've got them covered on Pit Row TV. So yeah. there you go. Uh, that's the next best thing. You can't you can't yeah. have fun with Ronald with your, on TV, but it's the next best thing. <laughs> you Maybe send, we'll send Ronald. Cam. You could send one. Yeah, you could send one of your pit reporters over into turn four. Where they might not come back. I don't blame him. I wouldn't come back. <laughs> I'm going to be able to figure out how to get back after that. Blaine, want to give you, um, as always, give you the opportunity. Thank the people to get you to the racetrack because, obviously, it's it's a small army of people that make it happen for both of you guys. Just give you an opportunity to thank the people to get you to the racetrack. Yeah, um, all the sponsors that help us out, Dad on the team. We've been busting our butts recently trying to get this new car ready to get to the racetrack. So doing that, debuting it, uh, just working with school and him being everything for me, so hats off to him for doing all this work behind the scenes, when, even when I'm not there at home. So, And then uh, all the sponsors, Imperial Tank Lines and uh, Turner Asphalt and, and all other people in the car that help us out and get us to the racetrack every weekend and have been loyal to us for a long time. Just you know, hats off to them. So I'm looking forward to a good season. Did you get Nate to do a cool new paint scheme for you? New wrap this year? You'll see this weekend. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <clears throat> Ronald, I know you're not doing it full time, but obviously it still takes folks to help yeah. you get to the racetrack, give you the opportunity to do the same thing, thank those people to get you to the racetrack. Definitely. I'd like to thank uh, Dave Dunlap Chassis, Brian Tanner Race Engines, uh, Gardner Marsh Gas Equipment Company, Solid Rock Carriers, uh, Mincy's Graphics, um, Lucas Oil. So we've got a lot of uh, SATCO truck okay. equipment repairs so uh there's a lot of people involved in this deal like you say in everybody's deal so uh, i'd just like to thank them all all the way down to the spotters i mean the the women that come and support their guys that are helping on the team so yeah it takes an army hey for sure mm -hmm. i'd like to thank y'all for doing the coverage you do too because a lot of people can't get there yeah and what tony and them do is is huge I told Tony, I told Tony, he, to me, I know it's still streaming and it's not live TV, but to me, Pit Road TV is just as good as Fox, just as good as NBC, in mm -hmm. my opinion. I'm, I know that it well, might be hard for you to get your head through that door when we leave here, but, but, the, but it is the truth. So, gentlemen, thank you guys so much for coming on. Best of luck to you this weekend. And, hey, go win $30,000. we will have you on next week as the winner of the Premier Tank Lines Old North State Nationals. That's good. Hope to be back here. Sounds yeah, good. a day early. That's yeah, right. <laughs> absolutely. Caution flags out. We will go down pit road, sticker up. We'll return with our next segment. We'll be talking to the owner of Solid Rock Cares, Mr. Kirk Ipock. 
You're watching the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Furniture for less. Prices 30 to 40% less than the big box furniture stores. Conveniently located, 3301 Richlands Highway, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Call Adam Resnick, 910-540-7157. That's 910-540-7157. For all your furniture needs, give them a call. Furniture for Less, official furniture supplier of the Stickered Up Podcast. Follow them on Facebook at Furniture for Less, Jacksonville. Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. BST. Bryant Shock Technology. Providing proven race winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact P.J. Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. This is Justin Johnson, driver of the number 44 per your tank lines, GSX Wraps Chevrolet. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast with Stephen Dunn and powered by Solid Rock Carriers. Green flag back out, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Joining Tony and I here in the studio named for his company, Solid Rock Carriers, Mr. Kirk Ipoch. Kirk, your second trip to the Solid Rock Carriers studio. Welcome back. Thank you for having me back. It's a pleasure. Well, a lot of news has happened since the last time you were on our podcast. Um, some good. Some people maybe not think so good, but... Um, you're back for the Cars Tour as the title sponsor again, which I know that Tony and I and everybody that's a race fan is excited um, about that. But uh, you also mentioned um, on a on a podcast earlier this year that you had uh, in the process of selling Solid Rock Carriers, and you and your beautiful wife are going to start doing some traveling and doing some things that aren't tied to trucking. Yeah, uh, I've been doing it all my life. Uh, her and I, we've had this company. Actually, it's our 25th year. And we had some companies interested in taking, you know, buying us out. And we talked about it, and we're not getting any younger. And we're not guaranteed tomorrow. So the opportunity's here, so let's roll with it and, you know, see what else life throws at us. Obviously, as a business owner, with something that you've, I've invested my heart and soul in, you're, I imagine, in the same boat. How hard is it for you to do that, knowing that that's your baby and it's not your baby anymore or it's not going to be your baby anymore? I haven't done it, and that's, that's the question. You know, uh, every day when I get up and I pull out the driveway, I love going to work. You know, like you said, it's my baby. I don't know. I don't know if I can adapt with it. The company that is uh, that's, we're working with right now uh, I'm going to sign on as a consultant until July of 2023. So, and I don't know if I really want to do that because then I'm working for someone else. And for 25 years, I've been the boss. Well, the wife's been the boss, but she right. let me be the boss. Right. 
You had a good relationship with the boss. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm sleeping with the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, does with with that knowing that going into um, 2022, obviously, um, and, and we've talked about this. You know, your your partnership with the Cars Tour will continue for the next two years. Correct. Um, uh, even after the sale, you, and you wrote that into the sale of, of Solid Rock Carries, but. Do you feel like you'll have a little less weight on your shoulders and can actually enjoy racing when you get to the racetracks on, on Fridays and Saturdays? Now? You know, it's, it's like Ronald Hill said earlier. You know, he's going to be at the races. Mm-hmm. He loves it. And uh, I want to experience to go and have fun, which I mean I do anyway, and hang out with people. But, you know, it's like some of the guys, you know, just the last several years that I've helped out, such as Lane Riggs, uh, you know, I explained to all of them that we were at the process of selling our business and we couldn't go any further with that. But as you know, the purses increased in the cars tour. Yeah. And that's part of Solid Rock Carriers. Jack and I talked and it's the best series there is. Mm-hmm. And it can only get better. Yeah. And it's like with Pure Year Tight Line coming on. Just see what they're doing this year. Mm-hmm. You know, they got the thirty thousand dollars. They got four other races. There's ten thousand dollars, and love to have some more partners come on that can do that and give it back to the racers. Because like the guys were talking, I meant if we don't have a tire problem, I believe we'll have a full field every racetrack we go to. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Because it pays eleven hundred dollars to start. That's two sets of tires. Right. One set and a half, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, a lot of your racetracks, you don't even win that on a Saturday night. Don't even come close to it. Yeah. So, we're hoping that, you know, in 2020, we had the pandemic. 2021, we had the tire shortage. Lord, let's go racing this year. We're going to try. <laughs> well, I think we're doing everything we can. But again, like, I think my concern with that is, and, and, and I feel that Jack and his team have done everything in their power to assure that we have tires enough tires to go race without having to run F65s or go get tires out of, I mean, look, we had to do some crazy stuff last year. They were still blacking around and you still got to race. That's right. And everybody was on (laughs) the same set. Um, But then you look at, you know, Greenville Pickens was scheduled to run their first race of 2022 last Saturday. They pulled the plug because of tires. Hickory um, is supposed to have the Carolina Pro Late models on Saturday. They've pulled the plug on that due to tires. So how much is that going to play? And look, I actually think that the Cars Tour could benefit from the tire shortage by having the ability to have tires for these events where some of these – because I don't I don't get into the whole um, track owner, track management, all that, but uh, I had a conversation with, with Langley Austin who – owns and, and, and manages Franklin County Speedway and the tires you don't just get this onslaught of tires it's based on how many tires you bought the previous year and the year before that so which to your point could actually be a detriment so we're in the same boat right yeah. like I mean there, there's some talk that maybe you know certain tracks or series or whatever may end up having whatever politics that they have but at the end of the day you've got to base it off what you did before because who's your an American racer they're all trying to project what it's going to cost them to produce these tires time-wise, labor-wise, what mm-hmm. they're going to need. So they can only base it off of sales. And yeah. now that fuel's going up, the expense of the actual freight to get the trucks there with the tires is, is not going to make life any easier 
or with the materials or everything else. So if, if we averaged, and I don't know the number off my hand, but if we averaged, let's say, 25 per division last year, and these other tracks have these issues, and then we have 30 show up, yeah. that could become a problem for yeah. us, too. Yeah. So we're kind of stuck in a box in a way. Yeah. It's not a good box. At yeah. least we have tires. I mean, we joke, but at least we have things that are black around we can race. Yeah. And that's the good news. And, and the cool part is you guys are able to help give some stuff back to offset some of those expenses because we're sure some of that's going to go up, whether it's for fuel or whatever. I mean, that's going to help this year, no doubt. It's going to help with tires. So, you know, it's really cool to see that you guys are able to do all that with all this to, to get it worked in. Speaking of trucking, with fuel prices rising, how is the trucking industry going for you right now? Are you ready to say, are you ready to sign and get it all over with and you don't have to worry about anything else anymore? You just get to consult. No, it's, it's like Tony and I were talking off camera earlier that uh, in the business that I'm in, we're very fortunate that we get a fuel surcharge. Yeah. So the people I haul for, they offset that for me. Okay. You know, you watch the news, and the news, they just want to show the gas price, gas price, gas yep. price. Go to the grocery store. Yep. Go to the hardware store. Go to the grocery store long before you buy the gas some time. 100%. You yep. know, whatever you buy has gone up, mm -hmm. but whatever you buy was shipped by a truck. Right. And it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. in our hometown, in six days, it went up, diesel fuel went up a dollar. Yeah. A year, a year, year and two months ago, we put Tyson at our place. First load we had brought in was a dollar ninety four cent a gallon. This is fourteen months ago. Brought a load in the other day, four dollars and eighty four cents a gallon. Oof. Yeah. In fourteen months. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I agree with you. I think that you see the 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 bright shiny object right now is gas price, right? But um, like you mentioned, look at the grocery store. I can tell you as a small business owner and what I do with 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 graphics and signage and all that, yeah. my material cost has gone up anywhere from 20 to 50%. I've seen the same thing more. with some of our, I mean, we've had to order right. new equipment this year for stuff. Things I ordered in January and I have to order a second one or a third one, price went up. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing I just bought. And it's probably the same batch they have on the shelf. They're having to compensate for fuel. Well, the funny thing was, and and this, this is this, because everybody loves the fluorescent orange that Justin Johnson runs on his car. And I told him, I was like, your fluorescent vinyl the price went up 50% in two months. And then we couldn't get it for six months. And then when we could get it, we had to buy as much of it as we could to make sure we had it at a higher price. And that's just, yeah. it's and we're crazy. In the same boat. I'm, putting, yeah. I'm putting equipment in inventory now, just like I'm, you guys have got fuel and inventory and everything else. And racers are trying to keep tires in their inventory to be able to go practice or test or whatever the case is. So certainly yeah. it, a lot of that is, is, is affecting all of us, no doubt. But you know, even getting back, though, to you know, your involvement with the series then, have you been able to, you know, you, you talked about the increase in the purse. Knowing this is going forward, I know you've been involved with a lot of teams. Is that going to be something that has kind of become the, the lasting impact of Solid Rock to where that's the legacy you're going to leave? that the other sponsors and the other people involved are going to be able to to maybe pick that back up. And on top of that, like for somebody that might be looking at it, what benefit have you got? Obviously, per year starting to see a lot with recruitment and things like that, business relationships. What are you, what do you get out of it? What have you seen others get out of it to where it's worth that investment that you make into it? You get to hang out with Ronald Hill and have a good time. Well, that's worth everything. <laughs> you can't put a price on that, Tony. You're not wrong. Priceless. <laughs> yeah, priceless. Priceless. But, uh, yeah, I mean, see, it's just like with us. Uh, we ordered some drums for our trucks. Uh, couldn't get them. Found some. Maybe $45 more per piece 
than what they were before. But we had to have them because when the trucks come in, uh, when the tires uh, shortage started, I bought a whole truck and tried to load the tires. And they weren't the ones that you saw at the racetrack. <laughs> but because there was becoming a tire shortage. And I meant, if I can't get tires, my trucks can't roll. Right. You know? So, yeah, we, we started stockpiling. Uh, if we need a starter, we always keep two in stock. Now we keep four in stock. If we can get our hands on it, I mean, you know, my head guy in the shop, he's like, boss, I know I'm spending your money, but you got my back. Because that truck comes in, you can't get a starter. Oh, it's going to be three weeks before we can get a starter. What are you going to do with the truck? That's, that's, that, that's right. trickled down, too, even through the, the racing community. I mean, they, they literally told me, somebody told me last week they couldn't get hit pins. I believe it. I believe it. You couldn't get a guy, you couldn't get an oil cap. You know, and that's just like, so it's, it's, um, but I think too, the racing community is kind of unique in a way that they're willing to kind of help each other and, you know, maybe do this or do that. I think they help each other and kind of like <clears throat> you've adapted and, and improvised and you've overcome these challenges. And I think, is that something you see that kind of you identify with, with these, these racers that you, you have some relationships with? Because they all seem to do the same thing. They improvise, they adapt, they overcome the situation they're in, whether it's building a hood pin, using extra duct, whatever. Is that something you kind of see that ties you guys together to do that? Yeah, and like he just said, I mean, you know, if Lane Ridge might need something Ronald Hill has, he's going to go get it. Yeah. Vice versa. I mean, and, and they do. Even though they compete week in and week out, they still help each other. It's just like I have friends that are in trucking. If I can help you, I'll help you. Same same yeah. way. If I need help, they'll help me out. I got a trailer out there with production stuff. Needs a needs a full fuel load. I need a load. <laughs> you got to come with a little grain. <laughs> yeah. You'll spend half a tank to get that grain to get it. Yeah, you'll spend you'll spend that money just to get to my place. Right. Well, Kurt, obviously um, kicking off 2022 on Saturday and Sunday this week, uh, this weekend. Um, what are your expectations? What are your thoughts? What What do you expect, or what do you want to see? In the season opener, Sunday afternoon. I expect a good show, and a lot of these other drivers would <laughs> probably say, "Really, you said that?" But Ronald Hill, man, I mean, he's Ronald Hill. What can you say? I believe a Ronald Hill win would be just like deep. Oh, I think it, I think it'd be I think it'd be bigger. I deep. think it would be huge. Yeah, I, I remember. It's been you, a while. I now. wonder how long Merle, they would let him camp, or how long they'd let the campers stay out there in the field. Because they'd, they'd, they'd burn it. Down. I, I was gonna say that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it'd probably be Wednesday or Thursday before they. I think back to that race at Myrtle Beach that Ronald almost won. Yeah. And Lee Pulliam was the bad Come guy from the rear, and yeah. it wasn't like three laps to go. We passed yeah. him, something like that. And you, and I can watch the grandstands in front of me, and you can see them up there. They're cheering Ronald. They're going. They're doing the math. Like Lee's only. It was gonna be close, but they're they're just gung ho. Yeah. And then once Lee got by him, you could just see the energy out of the grandstand go. Oh, it's not going to happen. You it would know, be so my, cool. That's my first race I ever went to the car store. And really? that's when I met Ronald Hill. I, I liked him because you could watch Lee Pulliam. He fell to the back. Ronald Hill, he kept on digging. He, he never yeah. left because, you know, Myrtle Beach is yeah. a tire management yep. yeah. track. He stayed up there and stayed up there. And then, like you said, all of a sudden, three laps to go. And I meant Pulliam now, when they told him to go, he he'd went. make it three wide. Yeah. And three laps to go. But, uh, that's when I met Ronald Hill. I was I was sponsoring Jody Mishma at the time, and uh, met Ronald down there, and we just became friends, and you know, been friends ever since. There is one thing that will happen on Sunday. 
you won't have a first-time winner of the Old North State National on Sunday You're not afternoon. wrong. There are no previous because winners. Because Lee Pulliam really? and Josh Barrier, neither one of them are entered in the race. No, they they have some pretty heavy hitters. They'll both the, be there. They'll both be there. But they won't yeah, be driving. But, right. But, um, but, you know, and and so I think that's something that, that we have to look forward to. And, you know, and this field is stacked. It's very stacked. It's not just your Cars Tour regulars, um, but... When 2021 NASCAR National Champion Peyton Sellers is on the entry list, ARCA winner at Daytona Corey Heim is on the list. Um, you've got several local guys that entered the Caraway race last year. I remember yep. um, Jason York and uh, the Wards. Both, I mean, yep. oh, they start on the front row, yeah. you know, and right up, right up front. And um, it's going to be interesting. I think that with with the field that they've got. You've got rookies. You got experienced veterans. I mean, man, I'd like to put Vegas odds on the on the field and, and just see what, oh, what you yeah. get. Absolutely. I mean, and like you said, Tony, I meant on a given day, there's 20 drivers that's going for 15 wins. And what was one year we only had a, a two-time winner that was Lane two yeah. years yeah. ago. Two years ago. Yep. Right. Had twelve and, uh, winners in thirteen races. Right, twelve winners in thirteen races. Continued into last year. Yeah, Justin Johnson won the first race, which extended the streak. And I, I think McCarty then became the first double aside yeah. from Lane in that streak at Hickory. Right. Yeah. But even then, like we had a couple races that it was the same type of thing. Yeah. But I mean, even yeah. last year, I mean, you had Sylvestri win his first race. Mini Tyrell. Mini won. Tyrell. Um, Kate, Kate Honeycutt. Honeycutt. I mean, yeah. you had four first-time winners. Just Johnson's first win. Yeah. In the yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I think uh, I love. I'm like you, Kurt. I'm 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 a homer when it comes to the cars tour, but I just think you look at the top tiers of NASCAR, like we mentioned in the other earlier segment, and you've got William Byron and um, Corey Heim and Ty Gibbs and Josh Berry. You've got all these guys that cut their teeth in the cars tour, and and who's to say that the the next wave of truck drivers and Xfinity drivers aren't going to be at Caraway on oh, Sunday afternoon? I guarantee you they are. Right. I mean, I, again. We travel all over the country doing broadcasts, whether they're legend cars, whether they're late models, whether it's dirt cars, whatever. And one thing is consistent. They all say that's where they want to be. They all want to be in the car store. I think it says a lot that a Luke Finhouse, who, who nothing against the Arkham Midwest Tour. It's fantastic racing. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of great talent, a lot of great people that have come from there. But a, a kid in a very racing rich area like that, who's proven, we thought, that he can get the job done with SRX and with the Silver Nationals and everything, he's coming down every race from Wisconsin to race the Cars Tour because it means that much to his career that the people behind him said, if you want to impress the brass at wherever at the upper levels, this is where you've got to be and this is where you've got to perform. And they said, okay, that's what we're going to do. Well, I can tell you too, um, undisclosed source, but very, very reliable source. Um, These ARCA teams, truck teams, Xfinity teams, don't let them fool you. They watch your broadcast and they keep up with the cars tour like they do NASCAR. They do. You know, we, we see some of the viewership uh, analytics from where they come from, and there are a number of people that NASCAR has their own ISP <laughs> when they're at a racetrack, and we see some of those IP addresses hit. Yeah, there, there's enough people that pay attention 100%, whether it's sponsors, whether it's car owners, whether it's uh, guys that are agents and PR people. But yes, there's a lot of people that pay attention to what's going on. Yeah. For sure. Well, Kurt, thank you so much for your time coming on the show. 
And most importantly, thank you for your continued commitment to not just the Cars Tour, but short track racing. Um, we this, this isn't happening without you because I don't know that short track racing would be where it's at without you. Um, you know, and, and we're not the only podcast in town. You know, um, Doc Loves does his podcast, Race 22, does a great job. Yep. Um, and, and Race 22 is ramping up again. So yeah. I'm interested to see their coverage of short track racing. But um, I hope that 2022 you can enjoy it more as a fan instead of a sponsor. And um, look forward to spending some time with you this weekend at Caraway. All right. Well, I won't be there till Sunday. I can't oh, wait man. Saturday. Yeah, we have a, have a radio station Already in hometown <laughs> that uh, we sponsor a golf tournament with the radio station, and okay. we raise money for St. Jude's. So I have to Excellent. be there. So well, I don't have to. We'll excuse you for that. That's right. a pretty valid reason. That or my you. granddaughter's recital. That's good. You excuse me for that one, I think too. we'll excuse you for that one, too. <laughs> Those are two very valid reasons. But now, uh, it, they're calling for bad weather around there Saturday, so he's going to let me know tomorrow if they're going to pull the plug and change it to another date. So if they do pull the plug, then so we'll see you Saturday. Before we get too crazy, before we sign off, I will tell you one of the things, and you may take this as a compliment or not, but when you go to the NASCAR Hall of Fame and you look at, say, a Jack Ingram car or some of the guys from back in those days, almost all the big names and all the big influencer back then do you know who it was? J.W. Hunt, produce yep. mogul, right? Mm -hmm. Show up the racetrack, kind of like Kirk, and, and we're going to throw a thousand bucks in the purse or whatever, right? Yeah. That's what you remind me of. And I can see in five or 10 or 15 years, when we get to the point that, say, whoever, Caden Honeycutt's late model car needs to go. Now, obviously, it says Purrier on the side, but we'll use his for an example, or Bobby McCarty, that when that late model car needs to go in the Hall of Fame, we're going to see a solid rock on a lot of those, I have a feeling. And I think that's a testament to your impact to the sport, to the tour, and to everything around short track racing. I think it's something for you to be proud of. I am, and I thank you for that. And I hope that when uh, I'm on down the road that someone else will step in and, and love it and enjoy it as much as I do. We certainly hope The so. racing is great. The friendship is great. I met a lot of great people. You guys, I mean, there's just so many great people out there to meet. Well, someone has big shoes to fill. Yes, they do. Uh, Tony, do you want to give the fans a little bit of a preview of what they can expect on Pit Road TV this weekend for the Pereira Tank Lines Old North State Nationals presented by GSX Wraps? We're going to point some cameras at race cars and see what happens. That's, a, that's about what's going to happen. We're going to point some cameras at race cars and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, yeah, we're going we're gonna to pull out. It's one of our biggest shows of the year. I mean, it's thirty grand in the line, right? There's a lot of prestige in this race. There's a lot of things that you know, we have to capture because there's multiple storylines. There's pit stops. There's the whole thing. Yeah. And our plan right now, we're pulling the stops out. We're, we're going to have cameras literally in every corner of the racetrack, um, you know, up top and in the pits and everything else. So you're going to expect really what you've come to love, and that's a, a full coverage broadcast. We say TV style, but it's it's been that way for yeah. how long now, right? It's right. the trademark deal we, we do where you're going to be able to sit at home if you can't be there yep. and enjoy it to the best of what technology and budgets allow us to do at this level. And We're not Fox, but we try. And coverage <laughs> will start on Saturday afternoon with Hedgecock. Saturday afternoon, it'll start with pole qualifying, um, as it traditionally has on social media. We'll have all that, and then we'll have the heat races, the pro late model race, the last chance race, and then we'll be on, of course, for driver intros and things like that on uh, Sunday afternoon which, if memory serves me, I believe is 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so, yeah, so you got a full weekend of entertainment. We'll have you set. And since the Cup guys are out west, you're not going to miss anything. You can watch the Old North State Nationals, tune right into the Cup race. You won't miss a lap. Gentlemen, yeah. thank you so much for your time, and I uh, look forward to seeing you both at Caraway this weekend. Look forward to it. Look forward to it. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. Final caution flag is out for the Stickered Up podcast. 
When we come back, we'll wrap up, preview this weekend's Premier Tank Lines, Old North State Nationals, presented by GSX Wraps. You're watching the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Cars Tour. Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the cars tour bst bryant shock technology providing proven race winning shock technology the only thing that will shock are the affordable prices bst offers sales service and repair of racing shocks plus suspension related components for a wide range of race cars with 20 plus years of nascar experience and a decade as a shock specialist contact pj bryant 704-701-5585 that's 704-701-5585 tell him you heard about bst on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxborough, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official Car Care Service Center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up Podcast. This is Mason Diaz, driver of number 24 Cyrock Carriers Late Mall Stock. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. White Flag, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Cyrock Carriers Cars Tour. We head to Sophia, North Carolina this weekend. Caraway Speedway, where it'll be home of the Pereira Tank Lines, Old North State Nationals, presented by GSX Wraps. $30,000 to the winner on Sunday afternoon. And again, action at the racetrack will start on Friday, 2 o'clock till 6 o'clock, alternating practices for the pro late models and the late model stock cars. Teams will return back to the track for action starting at 1045 with late model stock car practice on Saturday. They'll alternate till 1215. Grandstands open at 1 p.m. Uh, at Caraway Speedway on Saturday afternoon with the final pro late model practice 130 to 2. Hedgecock pole qualifying for the late model stock cars is at 2.30. Pro late models at 3.30. Pre-race ceremonies at 4 o'clock. 4.15, we will raise the, wave the first green flag for qualifying races presented by GSX Wraps, followed by the 100-lap pro late model race. Sunday's action will start at noon when the grandstands open. 1.45, driver introductions. 2.15, pre-race ceremonies. 2.30, the green flag for the Pereira Tank Lines, Old North State Nationals, presented by GSX Wraps. Admission for Saturday is $20 for adults, $22.50 for trackside parking. Children 12 and under are free. Sunday's action, $26.50 for adults, $26.50 for trackside, or you can get the combo and get both tickets for Saturday and Sunday for $45. Wanted to thank all of our sponsors that make the Stickered Up podcast uh, possible. Uh, PJ Bryant with BST Tires, Justin Johnson, Thrifty Tire, uh, Furnished for Less, one of our new sponsors. Thanks to Adam Resnick for coming on board in 2022. Tony Stevens with Pit Road TV for his continued support. And once again, Kirk Ipoch with Solid Rock Carriers. Also want to thank our guests in studio today, Lane Riggs, Ronald Hill, Tony Stevens, and Kirk Ipoch. Thanks again to our friends here at Broadcasting Experts 
for making this all happen. Look forward to seeing you at the racetrack this weekend at Caraway Speedway. That's the checkered flag. Until next week, this is the Stickered Up Podcast. Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts. Oh, 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 oh,